Yeah, I don't know, man. You ever just feel like life is just catapulting towards like, like some greater purpose? This is Michael Mann, and I ride with Extended Clip. Welcome to Extended Clip live on our youtube channel known as wclp i am one of your hosts eddie averill i'm malcolm bomb i'm jt white i'm going uh stand up mode i'm going hip-hop mode i'm taking the mic out the mic stand we're really in it you know some people like to uh upheave the establishment like pat mcafee by like standing up when they do their talk show I'm doing it by like doing it stand up style. I'm sitting down, but I'm holding the mic like I'm an alt comic with my with my notebook next to me, you know. And you got you got the the movie desk, the the TV desk covering the waist. You know, it's a it's mm-hmm. a little bit a little bit of flair. You know, it's it's kind of like half man, half machine type vibes. <laughs> I am half man, half machine. Uh, you are watching below me a series of trailers from uh, 1980 to 1981 horror movies that I think will last us throughout our entire stream. But if not, we can hit up some some public domain imagery, maybe some epic ambiance uh, that's on Amazon Prime. You know, I, I, I was scrolling through Amazon Prime looking for a movie. I was looking for like a James Benning movie and I found uh, some some like three hours of thunderstorm clouds <laughs> <laughs> brought to you by Amazon Prime. It's supposedly to go to sleep to, but I find a lot of beauty and stuff like that. Yeah, no, my favorite James Benning movie is uh, eight hours of raindrops, ambiance, ASMR video I found on YouTube. That I think that's probably my favorite James Benning movie you know close to el valley centro or whatever my, it's called but uh, my family yeah. every year for christmas we throw on that james benning movie uh yule log in the fireplace uh and uh, <laughs> i think it's so great that like uh I don't know, in the homes of every family they can really appreciate like an art house filmmaker like that <laughs> yeah um, people People say like art house cinema's dead. Look up James Benning's movies on YouTube. They have millions and millions of views of, uh, um, you know, a, 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 what do you call it? A paper bag flowing in the wind. I think, or no, that's American Beauty. That's actually. American Beauty. But you know, the the, the, the the creep from American Beauty, the emo kid from American Beauty, was really, really on some uh, Benning esque type shit when he was uh, when he was filming that paper bag. You know, I think that let let a lot of leeway uh, go for a lot of uh, young filmmakers at uh, in film school. You know, they were like, well, if a movie that won Best Picture shows a kid being a dumbass filming a paper bag. I can just like toss that off. We're good, you know, but I think that's part of the the cynicism of uh, American beauty, which we've kind of talked about that in like that uh, end of history, you know, uh, American, like we can't lose attitude pre 9-11 where American beauty is just chock full of that, of course. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. That's that's why I watch James Benning uh, movies to calm down from all the cynicism from those movies, man. They just really <laughs> they really calm me and give me ASMR, you know, and um, but but today's topic, you know, we're not going to talk about James Benning for an hour, although I think I think we could I think we can milk about an hour out of this James <laughs> Benning's bit. <laughs> <laughs> Um, 
I am unfortunately getting locked out of my Twitter right now for trying what? to make my uh, username my the phone number to call in. <laughs> oh, <laughs> they think I'm like a spam bot now. Oh, uh, no. But anyway, so that is what I was getting at here. That's why I had my phone in hand to say that this is a call-in show. This is a live stream extended clip radio call-in show. And the number, if you can see it, if you can squint and see it in the corner of your screen, you can. But if not, it's 856-942-3402. That is yeah. 856-942-3402. You can make your own little acronym for it or whatever. You know, uh, what is it? 856, <laughs> uh, you know, big clip or something, you know? <laughs> that would be cool if I could have uh, customized that a little but that's i mean to be honest maybe maybe i'm alone in this but the numbers to letters thing it's all confusing to me they're like oh just call you know slp or whatever it's like i don't i, I know it's right there on the phone but it's like now you're giving me like uh like a fucking you're decoding to yeah yeah it's like i'm not a decoder you know what i mean i'm not paid professionally to do stuff like that same with military <laughs> time it's like that's fucking bullshit man just say the normal there's literally no reason for it you know just say the normal time military time is one of the stupidest things ever like i a lot of people do that on set you know they'll do that because i and i guess it's because you work a lot of overtime but like and like overnights really is what i'm getting at but people are just like oh yeah we're gonna be there at uh 06 tomorrow it's like all right, you could just tell me what that means. You could just say be there at 6:50 a.m. You don't have to say oh, you know, 6.5 tomorrow. That, people started dropping that on me when I was working on set. Like, oh yeah, be there at uh 5.5 tomorrow. It was like 5.5. Just tell me a real time. <laughs> yeah, I think you know people like I get the aspect of like there being specialized jargon for people's jobs, and it like yeah gives them a sense of importance and maybe you know it, it becomes a quicker shorthand over the years but it's like all this like uh jargon i leave jargon to the military that's my that's my take man like and, and if you're using jargon and you're not in the military it's kind of like all right man, we don't need to be this uh accurate you know what i mean <laughs> it's just it's we're not tacticians here um so today's topic i wanted to talk about jobs because uh today is time for you know like a uh it, what is this do we just get a voicemail that's not how it works you don't do uh -oh. a voicemail oh wow. what's going on here oh this device wasn't set to oh you know what i gotta uh i gotta i gotta what's it called i gotta turn on a certain thing i'm really sorry that right now uh <laughs> we uh what's it called uh weren't taking calls technically um, oh man wait no. no we are what the fuck Okay, this is stupid. Regardless, you got you guys talk about yeah, movie no. jobs. Okay. Real quick. Yeah. Um, you guys both have worked on movie sets. Yeah, no. Sometimes uh I, I feel like there there's a wide range you can have on uh movie jobs. I think the best uh movie job I ever had was like right after I first moved to LA. I was a stand-in oh, uh, yeah. for uh like some shitty indie movie uh that was starring uh Wendy McClendon Covey of oh. uh, the Goldbergs, I believe it was some uh, lovely lady, by the way. Uh, she's she's fine. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm serious. I worked on the Goldbergs. She's like the no, nicest yeah. person I mean, ever. She, she was, uh, there were a lot of tensions on that set. Okay. Uh, which, uh, <laughs> See, but it, Goldbergs, that was like her home, you know? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it looks like we got our first caller of the day, and it's our old celebrity friend. Is this sir robert franco 
oh shit it's not playing well all right this is oh, so damn. fucking stupid hold on one second but yeah like stand-ins on the the topic of stand-ins i i worked on a, a tv show that had like regular stand-ins who would come in you know like regular stand-in work like five days a week basically and i don't know they the way they they carry themselves i don't know indie film it might be a little bit different you know you're maybe you're just coming in i mean if I don't know it could be for a while but like these guys they were real smug about it you know what I mean like they they bring their book you know what I mean they they know that they got a nice a nice setup no it's it's tight like oh is that Rob I think I think we got Rob on the line hello hi oh. we, can he- we can hear you now I don't know why this uh this dongle I got was fucking up on me JT can you make sure the phone line is all the way up yeah I'm pretty sure oh he hung up all right he did he just Baba yeah, Booey? I assume we missed him Baba Booey. All right. Well, yeah. you know, technical issues aside, it seems like things are working out now. Okay. Uh, so the full-time stand-in, that is a pathetic creature. I, I agree. Oh. That. <laughs> I, hey, it's, it's, like, it's a job for doing nothing. It's so sick. You just get to read, just stand, do absolutely nothing. That's tight, man. No, I'm joking. Anytime I think about stand-ins, I think about uh, in Seinfeld, the fucking... Uh, uh when kramer and mickey are uh stand-ins for like a kid and an adult in a soap opera and yeah. that's that's one of my favorite bits ever uh and it made me think like okay so are like you know little people actually stand-ins for children i don't know i think i think it's happening but it sounds like we got a call here Did, can that right can the caller identify themselves and hear us hello hello hey Hello. This is this is the show. This is extended clip. What what is your name, young man? Hello. Yes. Can you hear me, young man? Eddie. Yes, Rob Franco. Can you hear me? Yes. Am I? Are we on air? Yes, we are. Malcolm, can you hear Rob Franco? I can hear Rob. Yeah, this is yeah. working better. This is working yeah. better. <laughs> Rob, speak. We need you to speak. R- R- Rob, can you speak? <laughs> Hello. Uh, hold on. I I just put Rob on hold trying to answer this other bozo. All right, uh, Rob. Rob, you're you're on. What's up? Hey guys. Uh, long time listener, first time caller, and I just wanted to say hello. Oh hey. Hey, hey what's up? How are we doing, in, man? Is that is that all? You just wanted to say hi? Any <laughs> yeah. kind of fucking contribution? I thought you were the interviewer here, pal. Well, I interviewed directors. I don't. I don't interview my friends. Oh. I talk to my friends. <laughs> hey, uh, you know, it's pretty good. Uh, you know, we're we're. I'm trying to figure out the whole call waiting system on here. But Philadelphia is a. Uh, it's a beautiful city. I, uh, I. You know, the the topic of today is uh, jobs and movies and stuff. And I. Uh, I've been having a rough time out here. I gotta say. Oh yeah. What What have you been doing? Uh, I have been, well, I've been selling my body, frankly. I was going to say he's being gay prostitution. He's being gay. No, just physical labor. (laughs) That's selling your body, isn't it? Oh, yeah, true. Oh, yeah, that too. Yeah. Labor. (laughs) Well, I mean, if, if working hard and laying bricks and packing fudge is like you know down low or that look hershey pennsylvania is 30 Jesus miles Christ. away that's where i'm going to work. Uh-huh. I'm slaving away at, her, at the hershey uh-huh. 
tough out there. It sucks, dude. I hate my job. Yeah, no, work fucking sucks. Um, do you when you think about like what's a cool job a guy has had in a movie? What do you think about like the coolest job that you've seen in a guy in a movie? Just be like, I want, I want that lifestyle. Oh well, like I, I recently rewatched Drive, and I was like, can I get into that? Yes, <laughs> absolutely. I was thinking about The Driver by Walter Hill, and it's a similar thing. It's like you kind of have to do less crime in that movie. You have to be a little better at driving, though, which I'm not. Good at the thing you're doing, and you just set your boundaries. Be like, look, I just drive, baby. Yeah, absolutely. Mm, yeah. You just drive, baby. Try be a bad guy, but you get to be pretty cool. <laughs> 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 Rob, thank you so much for being the first caller. We got someone on hold we're going to go to right now. Uh, I love you, buddy. Extended clip. You are on the podcast. Hello? Extended clip. My name is Ethan, and the opportunity to speak with you in real time as if we were actually brothers in the Middle East. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. I'm gonna, I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna stop you right there. I'm gonna, I'm gonna stop you right there. Can you stop reading your script? Oh. What? Can you stop reading from a script? Just, I'm just. The guy in the no, it's okay. Just like, just talk to me like a real guy. Hey. Okay. What's up? <laughs> I'm the subject job. Yeah, yeah. What's, what's your name? What's your name, young man? He said Ethan. Ethan. Oh, what's up? Okay, sorry. I, I, I didn't catch that at first, but uh I'm nervous. No, it's all good. <laughs> Go off, as they say, you know. But uh what, what do you got? What do you got for the topic? A really rich part of town that I couldn't like afford to eat at, and like they gave you like a twenty percent discount of the grocery store. Anyways, it, it sucks, and I couldn't afford anything, and I still can't really afford anything. And for, like, six months, I was just, like, I don't really have anywhere. Anyways, uh, yeah, San Francisco is really bad, by the way. Uh, and just, like, finding jobs in general right now, especially if you're uh, very young and just even getting, like, some shitty, I don't know, bullshit, uh, minimum wage shit is pretty rough. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I, I feel you, buddy. I uh, I was just in San Francisco myself recently, and boy, has that city taken a downward turn in the last 10 years. That is that is like some rough sights and sounds out there. Yeah, it's pretty terrible. I'm from Sacramento initially, but uh, and like, I mean, that's much more affordable, but I'm honestly happier here. Well, I'm sure, you know, if you listen to this show, you're like, uh, you're an arts and culture guy. And you know? so San Francisco is probably more fun than Sacktown. You, you, you didn't find your ladybird? <laughs> uh, you know, oh, go ahead, Malcolm. No, yeah, I just, um, you know, fa famously, you know, friend of the podcast, uh, Peter Lucas, he saw timothy chalamet in a bar once and he said um yo hey because he's from sacramento too and he said yo timothy i'm from sacramento and um timothy chalamet didn't respond to him you know and i just wondered <laughs> as, as a sacramento resident um hearing the situation if the audio is coming through clearly uh would you approach timothy chalamet and say hey man i'm from sacramento is that it 
Oh, okay. Well, we're we're still trying to figure out how to get Malcolm to talk to the callers right now. It's kind of hard, but uh, you know what? We're we're gonna say goodbye to you, Ethan, and take the next call. Thank you for calling, buddy. Extended clip. You are on the podcast. Yes. Yeah. Hey, hey what's hey, up? Who's this? He's okay. he's come on to defend the city of San Francisco. Malcolm, can you hear our caller now? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Uh, Eddie, do you uh, happen to personally, it's okay if you don't want to ask, but do you happen to know a tall, lanky, uh, white, blonde, blue-haired man named Robert, Do- Robert Doctor? I, you know, this is strange. This is a live stream. I don't really love the, uh, the, the, the name doxing of random guys I went to high school with, but yeah, I know him. All right, that's all I wanted to know. Thank you. I didn't know you had blue hair these days, but okay. Uh, all right. Information uh, collected. That, <laughs> that guy. That guy. That guy's coming to kill Eddie later. So Eddie, <laughs> buy a gun or something. Who yeah. Is this? Uh, what's up? It is Avery. What's up, dude? Nothing much. Uh, enjoying this unemployment day pretty well so far. Uh, first time, long time. Hell yeah! Good to hear. Good to hear. So, yeah. So. Uh, the last movie I saw recently was Barry Lyndon. And since the uh, topic of today is jobs, out of all the jobs Barry Lyndon has, which one would you guys take? <laughs> I mean, if I have to live in the old-timey times, it's dualist. Because, like, if, mm-hmm. you, if you die, you die. Like, and then you get reborn into a generation with toity paper, you know? I think probably my job that I'd pick out of the Lyndon yeah, job. He ran the gambling ring, or, like, he was associated with that guy i think that'd be a pretty cool job being like the a handler yeah no being the handler for like a gambling situation would be pretty sick um let me see malcolm you yeah. talk to avery and let me see if avery can hear you <laughs> yeah hey avery can you hear me we're having trouble with uh on my end with uh listeners hearing the phone calls I can barely uh, hear it's coming from like eddie's uh uh what is it called well because i've gone through like five fucking cables and all of these bullshit cables like ever since you know apple has ruined technology (laughs) apple has ruined consumer (laughs) electronics in my opinion i think that the fact that like you have to use a dongle to get a line out of out of your iphone is so fucked and then all these fucking bootleg dongles come around and they're like baits or kobe like all these like fake like beats and sony things Mm -hmm. and it's like those are the only ones you can fucking find at the stereo stores and they, they they don't work, so I got to go old school and relay a message from Malcolm to Avery. <laughs> All right. Well, here's the, here's I I just want to hold on, uh, Avery. Say, one second. I, one one second, just, Avery. My favorite job from the Barry Lyndon thing is uh, having sex with your cousin. That was, that was <laughs> the, that's all I wanted to say. <laughs> that is probably uh gonna make the list on the yeah. top five jobs avery yeah. thank you for bringing up uh barry linden we are gonna move on to our next caller extended clip you are on the pod hello 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 all right i'm hanging up on you extended clip you are on the podcast hello that's you Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, sorry, I was a bit delayed. I'm on the YouTube. 
Oh, oh, yeah. So what you're going to do is turn your radio down. I know that back in the old days, that was the obvious advice. But yeah, turn off the YouTube feed when you're calling in because the delay is pretty hefty there. But uh, who who do I have the pleasure of speaking to right now? It's Elix from the Discord. Oh, oh hell yeah. What's up, dude? Old, old pal Felix Dembinski, who, if I recall correctly, just had a film debut at South by Southwest. Is that correct? No, it was a uh, fantastic Same thing. What was that like? What's the movie called? Uh, the movie's called uh, Letters to the Postman. So I guess that's kind of job related. Yeah, no, it Postman is. sounds like a good job. Job in the cycle. Yeah. Uh, mailman for American <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was uh, it was my first time in America. It was a, a really nice time. Great to uh, you know visit the country of all the movies I love. Yeah, going to Texas for your first time in America is a trip. Like that's that's its own country. That's like pretty cr- like I just went to Texas for the first time and Dallas is like fucking that is a horrible place. You know, uh, <laughs> one of my bottom five American cities for sure. <laughs> yeah no that that's uh that's a rough introduction um malcolm have you ever been to texas no i've got to get you to texas i don't know you might like it I, I feel like I would I could thrive in the South. I think this is a coastal elite thought. I'll throw it out there. I think every coastal elite, meaning a guy who lives in California in New York, they think like if they move to like the South or the Midwest, like like they that's like they, like I would kill over You're, there. You'd be just the coolest my, guy there. I'd be the yeah. coolest guy in. Mississippi, I would own the record you know? store. I yeah, totally. Could see, I could see you down south, like big belt buckle, like just really yeah. in it. Yeah. Everyone's As Will also, B once I, said, "Big belts, Texas." You know, every, and you, you can't really go further than that. Everyone's also like, there's like certain states in the South where like everyone's fat too. You know what yeah. I mean? So like I, like I would be not slim by comparison, but it's see, like now you're yeah. falling into the thing that you just <laughs> said would happen though. No, I'm no, elite saying you would kill it in Texas because you would be slim in comparison. I, <laughs> That's like me saying I would kill it in Texas because I would be the hippest cat in town. You know? No, I, I, I'm saying I'm saying I'm see this is this is the beauty of of the show and me and everything. I'm saying I'm saying that. That I know that's absurd, but I believe it to be true. I, I know that it's, <laughs> it's I know I, I know I know that it's not right. You know what I mean? It's not the right way to think, but there's part of me that believes it. And I'm gonna foster that part rather than the rational part that you know believes the truth. Wow. I I have nothing to say to that. Um, Felix, <laughs> thank you for calling. Is there anything else you wanted to say before we move on? Uh, yeah, I wanted to uh, weigh in on the uh, standing uh, work story because um, that's something I've done a little bit of. Um, I've worked I've working in the art department, uh, which I, I know Eddie, you've got a bit of experience with doing as well. A little. Um, and I was working for, I was working for uh, I think, promotional stuff for a John Cena comedy. Or it was like John Cena's assignment, and this was a few years ago. And... Um, yeah, so I had to, I was asked to stand in as just like when I was setting up lights 
to John Cena for the, the next day. And um, I told, told all my friends, oh, I was uh, standing in for uh, you know, a famous film star. So yes, there it is. And they're all like, oh, is it based on how you look? Was it like uh, Michael Sarah? Or... <laughs> <laughs> Standing in for Ben Wishaw. <laughs> yeah, great, great show. I'm glad Extended Clip's back. Uh, it feels like it's funny, funny again with Extended Clip every week. Oh, that's a, that's a beautiful sentiment. I love everyone to feel like it's 2020 again. <laughs> that's, uh, that's what everyone loves. Um, let's see. Uh, caller, are you still there? Hey, hello. Hello, you are on the pod. Who is this? Uh, Cole. What hey. is up, Cole? What uh, what, what what part of the country? What part of this fair nation are you calling from, Cole? Uh, he's from Canada, actually. Oh, get off my phone. Um, so we are back. Oh! We the phone again. <laughs> um, wow. So I, sorry, I think Cole. I'm sorry. Stand in is like you know. I, I guess I was too hard on it. I think background because it is also more labor intensive. I was thinking more about career background people, yeah. you know, which I think is a little more of a lecherous career. Career background uh, people, I feel like, always want to be like actual actors. Stand-ins, I feel like you just got to be like, yeah, no, I like doing nothing. Exactly. Uh, extended clip. You are on the pod. Oh, hello. Uh, I made it. Yes, you did. Who is this? Hello, who is this? Uh, Howard. Oh, hello, Howard. Oh, is this uh, <laughs> is this the man behind the emails? Yeah, yeah. I'm uh, I'm really sorry about that. I was watching too much important <laughs> cinema club. All the emails are super long on that. I forgot that uh, you guys like to keep it snappy. <laughs> you know what? I I love important cinema club, but if I'm ever, you know, what's a good friend without you know uh, critiquing your friends and pointing out their flaws oh, wow <laughs> they can tighten up some of those emails <laughs> like, i don't need to i don't need to hear will and justin reading uh some you know canadian dweebs email for 20 minutes i think those are some smart guys will and justin they can talk on their own well, I, I gotta say i we do agree that canadians are all dweebs thank you very much howard you're getting off on a better foot uh over the phone than you were over the email and then uh, some some of us are, you know, we speak better than we write. We, you know, we don't have a, you know, that kind of flamboyance in our, in our speaking voice when we do in writing. Exactly. That's that's me. You know, have you seen me published in any major film publications? No. But do I have the the largest film podcast in the United States? Of course. I like your writing. Oh well, that's that's very kind of you to say, but I think that's uh it's a little too nice for this show. So, well, you got one for the topic, uh, something about movie jobs or a bad job you've had. Well, I do have a question about movie jobs. Now, we all know that you know in the Great Depression, it was really hard to find work, especially you know good work that wasn't you know demeaning or hateful or whatever. <laughs> and I just gotta say that the man, the the mascot of the Depression era to me is Charlie Chaplin. He worked a million jobs. As the tramp. Now, what tramp job would you say you would most want to have? That is a fantastic yeah, no, question. That's Howard, like softballed right to you. Well, the funny thing is, like here, I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, accept this other call and put it on hold. Andrew, I'm gonna put you on hold for one second. Uh, okay, we're back with Howard here because uh, I don't have a call screen or I can't do it the the professional way. 
one of the jobs I wanted to mention for like top 10 movie jobs of all time is in City Lights when he's like trying to scrape together a buck and he's just like pushing a wheelbarrow down the street. Uh, that's probably the if I could be the guy who pushes a wheelbarrow down the street, which somehow he got fired from uh, like that. That's that's a killer one. Uh, I also like in like the uh, I think it's called the fairer class or something like that. The idle class. Yeah. Uh, the one where he's like at a manor where they're playing golf and he's just like, you know, a guy who works at the manor, but they got a pretty sick golf course. So that's my tramp answer. Yeah, I don't know if I would have an exact answer. I feel like there's like uh, too many types of old timey jobs that I feel like Chaplin had to have done in yeah. like in a movie or something like someone putting up little flyers. Just like I like any job that like with the wheelbarrow thing is just non work. Yeah, There's just no real purpose to it. Well, he has on one of the short films uh, on the mutual box set, um, the floor walker, where he's basically just going up and down an escalator at a department store all night. Like, that's just all he does. That is his job. And that being a floor walker, I'm already that. I'm not getting paid for it, but I'm already <laughs> that. No, don't check my bag. I'm just walking here. I think for my my answer for this, I would I want to be a surrogate father like the kid and I want to raise like 20 children at the same time, even though that's not <laughs> what he did in the movie, but it's an extension of what he did. Yeah, I think that is a uh, a great answer there. Uh, we are going to move on to the next caller. Howard, thank you. Consider yourself redeemed. Uh, donate to the Patreon already, though. Come on. Uh, <laughs> extended clip. You are on the podcast. What's up, guys? Andrew. Hey, Andrew. What's up, hey, Andrew? How you doing? Pretty <laughs> well. Uh, and like many of your callers, I hate my goddamn fucking job. Uh, you know, me and Bob and Franco have that in common. <laughs> so, what, what kind of you know? I don't, I don't, I, I don't want you to you know dox your employer, but what kind, of, what kind of work are you doing right now for the listeners? Curious. Um, uh, I'm uh, I read, I put together weekly lists. Uh, which is not fun in like you know like a music way like you know or a Bill Simmons way you know uh, <laughs> these are the top player of quarterbacks uh, and, and I love all that stuff but you know it, the work was kind of interesting because you know it, it covers like a variety of um, uh, fields and organizations uh, like I, I had worked on colleges I just I just started did a list first year we did uh, list of museums uh, list of craft beer uh, breweries in Los Angeles. Uh, I rank those by uh, barrels produced per year. Uh, my biggest beef with my employer is I know the salary history for uh, my job, and uh, I make a lot less than my predecessors. Uh, mm. And uh, I make I make more. Uh, the guy I followed made when he was straight out of undergrad, and I came in. With, uh, and is that is that with Biden accounted for too? Oh yeah, like uh, like I, I put it <laughs> in place, and like I'm making less than uh, yeah, I should be uh, with inflation. He would be. Uh, that salary would be would be equivalent to like nine thousand more than what I'm currently making. Wow, that is uh, that's called getting stiffed, and uh, I've gotten stiffed before. One time, I was working at the sushi bar for like two years, right? And uh, let's just say I'm the only one who doesn't speak Japanese. <laughs> Uh, and it's it's funny. It was actually commented upon by like half the fucking uh, people who uh, hold on. Uh, do, 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 do swap. Okay, back to Andrew. Uh, it, like half the regular customers, because it was like in Encino, uh, were like these old Jewish people. They were like, oh, they finally got a white person here. <laughs> it's like, all right, uh, 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 u
they, they did conspiracize around <laughs> around me a bit. Uh, it turns out that the uh, the tip pooling that happened, uh, they were basically reporting my individual tips as the entire restaurant's tips. So like I was getting tipped, I was getting taxed like 50% on my tips Jesus. and none of the other waiters were getting taxed at all on their tips. White racism is real. <laughs> but uh yeah i did the math and i was like oh you guys screwed me out of like five thousand dollars over Jesus the last Christ. year I'm like what the fuck i forgot about that I, that that happened yeah. like i feel like at the beginning of the podcast and that that is just appalling uh, that's shocking maybe that justifies a certain scene in a popular movie from 2021 well we shake hey you know i know we've been doing a lot of joking we shake our finger at racism man come on that's uh, that stuff's the dumps i want to be very clear about that very clear. <laughs> <laughs> you know i don't want to silk the bomb <laughs> uh but if uh, to return to an early point uh if i if i were to have a very linden job i'd I'd want to be uh, the Chevalier's uh, handyman, you know, when they're gambling and, you know, dueling people to point the pay up. That, that seems like it was fun. And, you know, all the shots lit by candlelight are pretty gorgeous looking. Oh, uh, absolutely. Uh, I mean, getting to fuck with those candles must yeah, be exhausting, I... though. <laughs> <laughs> like having to light a full room of candles in Barry Lyndon times, that's like two hours of work. That's... Yeah, that would be a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Andrew, thank you for calling in. We are going to move on to the next caller. Extended clip, you are on the podcast. Oh, hello. 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 Who is, well, what's your name? I have to reveal my name. I don't really feel like doing that, to be honest. Nickname? Right. Code name? Right. Yeah, what do we call you? What do we call you? You're on thin ice, by the way. I, I, I'm sniffing a phony here, but you know, we'll, we'll let it go. What, what do we call you? All right. Call me. I don't know. Call me. Call me uh, Jimbo. I don't know. Jimbo. God, okay. I hate, I hate that. Okay, uh, Jimbo. What is up? Why? Uh, how you let's doing let's, let's see what they have to say. Let's see what they have I'm to doing say. Good. Uh, so I have a question. Less about movie jobs, more about uh, the movie jobs. Oh, I was wondering what do you have a take on the movie jobs? Oh, the Steve Jobs movie? Yeah, the one with uh, I'm asking Chris there, basically. I haven't seen Ooh, well, I will say that the, the Waz was probably upgraded in the Boyle version. Uh, but I don't Whoa. know. Josh Gad versus Seth Rogen. That's tough. That's a <laughs> that's a that's a bad mugging, uh, bad mug off right there because they're both pretty bad at dramatic acting. But I would still like rather look at Seth Rogen. Have any of us seen the movie Jobs? I, I, I no. like we haven't. No, we none haven't. of us have seen the movie Jobs. I'm sorry, to call it. I, we've seen Steve Jobs though, right? We all saw Steve Jobs. Wondering, wondering if you have any, any opinions on it. Oh well, the opinion is that I haven't seen it. Um, what, what's your opinion? You seem very dead set on talking about this. Well, what do you think about Jobs by Ashton Kutcher? You know so much about this movie. Who's the uh, Who's the director of this movie? Um. I'm reading the Wikipedia page now. It says, you like to watch Michael Stern. Okay. <laughs> I'll give some more info on his filmography. You know what? You don't need to do that. Thank you for calling in. I could tell it took a lot of courage for you to call in. Uh, goodbye. So. Wow. I think it's going pretty well. So far, yeah, you guys we're, like we're, this? Yeah. Chilling. We're having a ball. 
Yeah, yeah I wish I could talk to them, but that that's we'll figure that out. We're, for the we're next ironing one. at the kinks. That's next time. That's uh, you know what I'm gonna do is uh, next time I'm gonna like have the phone number connected to like a laptop or something like that where I don't have yeah. to use a dongle because it's the dongle yeah. that recognizes as a blue, blue Bluetooth. I don't know. I, I'm not an engineer here. I'm a hey, podcaster. Yeah, we're, we're podcasters, well, not scientists. Little warning for the listener. I guess they're doing a five the, the big rumor on the street, a Y2K-esque rumor. They're doing 5G tests today on your phone. You know what I mean? So keep them on for the show, but after the show ends, immediately turn your phone off. Uh, put them in a separate room. Put them in a separate room. Put them well, in that's what, vinegar. That's what... <laughs> yeah. My half told me before leaving the house today was that all of our phones are going to go crazy at 2.15 p.m. today. Like, all of our phones are going to get alerted and just go bananas. Like, it's an Amber Alert, but it's just to test. And it's Weird. like, I don't want, don't they know I'm doing a podcast? <laughs> yeah. What about the live yeah. broadcasters? Yeah. It doesn't really take into account live entertainment, which just came back to the writer strike, which yeah. they were talking about, yeah. but they don't care about the live entertainers at the end of the day because they're, Sending out uh, ringtones for 5G. For I guess. fake Amber Alerts. For yeah, fake Amber make... Alerts. Malcolm, I wanted to personally say congratulations. Uh, I know you were pivotal in the strike getting busted. Oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> they call it a deal getting reached, but we know what happened. Uh, you know, Malcolm went in there. He cleaned it up like Obama in the NBA bubble, you know. Well, they they saw me. I was like, I'll write for cheap. I'll write for minimum wage, and I'll do it for all six shows. And the writers are like, we can't compete with that, man. Like all you know, six this, shows <laughs> we, we already steal all our ideas from him already you know what i mean if if he actually gets into the room we're fucked it's we're out cooked. of the job it's cooked so once uh, they know that one man can write all the six shows then it's over it's a people are anti-ai art i'm i'm not saying i'm pro but it's you know it's a tool in toolbox you know if you so. saw my group chats over the last 24 hours you'd be very pro ai on so to quote common in a commercial five years ago with ai we are soaring <laughs> true uh, all these Oh, call no, 856-8 uh, the number is 856-942-3402 that is 856-942-3402 we are here on extended clip wclp out of philadelphia pa via watsonville ca via zoom um another job i wanted to talk about was steven seagal in on deadly ground because like we talked about this movie a couple of years ago but so he's an environmental protection agency like agent he's an epa agent but he's like coming out of helicopters to put out oil rig fires in the beginning like he's like the john mcclain of the epa or something so being like the environmental anti-terrorist that you know he ends up going for destruction that's up there for me epa Mm -hmm. super cop (laughs) the the way the way he does that job in the movie it's like he has no like supervision like you know what i mean it's just like it's almost like he's a rogue agent in a way so like it's like any job where you don't have supervision you could kind of make up the rules as you go along that's that's a good place you want to be you you know you got to create the rules sometimes by the way caller that just called you can call back i was just putting you on hold no big deal uh, the number is eight five eight five six nine four two three four zero two. If you're out of the country, it's one eight five six nine four two three four zero two. Yeah, I think being a rogue EPA agent, like you're you're getting as vindictive as possible. You're getting as moral as possible. That's like way better. It's like Batman for the environment, you know. 
so and the fact that the movie ends with 10 minutes of steven seagal talking about uh like fossil fuel use and stuff like mm-hmm. that we got to go back to that one that movie was fucking incredible I think, you know, it is people like complaining like, oh, like some, I feel like maybe this is more of a problem two years ago, but it's like, oh, like media is too preachy and obvious. Like, I agree with the stuff they're saying, but it's like, they don't need to be so obvious about it. Maybe they could go the on dangerous ground, Jawan, great dictator route. Absolutely. Save it, save it for the end. Like, put it, put all those ideas and positive stuff or whatever put it in a speech given by the main character at the end. That's a pretty, that's a pretty powerful, that's a presidential move right there. Sometimes you got to take a, a, a page from the presidential playbook. Extended clip. You are on the pod. Hi, who's this? Paul again. Uh... From Canada. I'm sorry about last time. I got mad. <laughs> Oh, Malcolm was uh, was apologetic, so he's usually the voice of reason. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, what's on your mind, Cole? Uh, Well, I I recently watched. uh, It's on my mind because I recently watched uh, New Rose Hotel, and I was thinking. uh, I don't. I don't really know what exactly uh, the Poe's job is in there, but seems kind of cool. I don't know. Just kind of hang out and. They're rich and hang out with women, and is he like a is he like a business liaison in that of some sort? Like, is he like one? Of, like, is he like an account man, like Pete Campbell? Or no, I think he, I think he's a, he's like, he's a business. He, he, he. he sorry, caller, one second. Sorry, you can't hear Malcolm, but he's trying to say it. Um, I, I think it's no, it, I think it's like uh, he, he kills other businessmen for money. Like, he's a known businessman hitman or or he works for the firm to be honest I don't okay know either. it's been like four years since i watched that one and it's insane it's it's an insane movie but most of the time in abel ferrara movies it's hard to tell what the character's job is other than like <laughs> go-go tales and like mary like things that have to do with their work it's, it's usually hard to tell what their actual mm-hmm. job is yeah the bad lieutenant that's right in the title that's one of the best jobs you can have a bad lieutenant Oh yeah, just being <laughs> yeah, just being a bad version of any any profession. Like yeah, being, being bad at any ver- job is good. I mean, bad teacher. We've talked about that. that's, <laughs> that's <laughs> one of the sickest jobs ever. Being the teacher who's like firing off innuendos, getting high in the parking lot. Eddie, why do you want that job so much, man? That seems that seems kind of like a suspect individual to me. But I forget. Does Cameron Diaz actually do anything bad? Uh, she I has. Mean, she's. She doesn't fuck one of the students. She like smokes weed, I think, by them. Oh, that's fine. I would do that. <laughs> I think in the director's cut, she has sex with a lot of students. The whole class. What I heard. What I, <laughs> the director's what I've cut heard. is uh, directed by, uh, you know, <laughs> the the Helmer of Log Jamming and, uh, you know, several other, other, other adult films. Director's cut means they cut the director out, hired a porn director, oh. and, uh, you know, kind of did things a little differently. Uh, you wish, caller. Uh, anyway, so caller, what do you, what else is on your mind? Uh, I don't know. That was pretty much. I, I was I was also uh, curious. Uh, I know it's been brought up a couple of times, and I follow Malcolm on uh, on Twitter. Like, if he's, if he's struggling with unemployment, I think he could have a really, really strong possibility of being a twenty early 2000s, 2010 trap music reviewer, maybe. Do something Ooh. like that online. 
mm-hmm. get his opinions okay. out there about about Young Lee and Playboy Cardi, you know that sort of thing. Yeah, Malcolm, uh, do you want to revive the days when you were writing uh, reviews of rap albums when you were fifteen? <laughs> <laughs> that is true. I did. I did kind of do this a little bit when I was like a teenager. And there's actually, if I don't know, I'm not, if you if you could, I don't find know if you want to send the people. Yeah, on the I don't. Yeah, exactly. I don't give a fuck, man. It's fine. Um, <laughs> I, I um, if if you could find a review, I think I wrote a review of Take Care or like a blurb for like some listicle thing. Um, if you could find it, I don't know if you can. It might be might be unfindable, but I think you can actually. But uh. I don't know. I do that for free. I, I tweet out the music links for the love of it. I I have to be honest, man. I every time I like peek into like the music journalist world, it, it kind of makes me sick. Like it, it, I feel like it's worse than than film, really. Like I I really like I it really kind of the way they uh, I don't know talk about music. Like the, and that's the thing. A lot of a lot of these same people like they have positive traits. They have like an ear for finding new and experimental stuff. And it's just, uh, I don't know, it's 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 just uh, the tone, it kind of, with music in general, it always feels like people have this tone and where they talk about bands, like like pavement or whatever. Like, I'm, I'm so young, I didn't really experience, like, why does everyone hate and love pavement so much? I like their music, you know what I mean? So yeah. I get why people like them, but it's like, it's, it's like, I feel like I'm missing context that I, maybe I'm not maybe I have to have a certain mindset to understand. I'm not sure, but the, the music review stuff could, is kind of scary. I'm kind of scared of that world. I'm going to, I'm just going to keep 100% right. Malcolm. Yeah. Well, I think the reason the music reviewing world is like that is because music as an art form is so much more than movies about being cool and hip and contemporary than movies are. Movies are made much slower uh the the trends in production uh like follow like swaths of years and almost decades whereas music has all these micro movements and it's all about firstism kind of and uh yeah I, I think the coolness thing it's like look at fucking steely dan they were the most uncool band ever until the late 2000s when bloggers started you know sophistapopasizing it you know uh and also ironically liking it or whatever and now they're probably a top 10 biggest classic rock band going like uh in terms of spotify hit you know uh because now just everyone has come back around because it's like that was the cool thing you know and uh yeah i i think that the the cool thing hinders the music culture even more than it does film and that's why like that type of cultural criticism is what i get the most pissed off at in film because i'll just be like what is this music (laughs) (laughs) um cole thank you for calling Cole left. Nice. Cole, Cole, Cole definitely is like, I'm gonna go cook, break, uh, make some lunch or whatever. You know. Yeah, mm-hmm. they call it like what do they call it in Canada? Like mid supper, like. <laughs> I, I second meal maybe. Yeah, I second meal. Yeah, oh second yeah, meal. meal two, meal two, meal two. Remember when Taco Bell debuted the fourth meal oh, advertising dude. campaign? That was sick. That was sick because mm-hmm. it was just like. <laughs> So you've already eaten three meals. Now eat 2,400 more calories <laughs> at midnight and then go to sleep and wake up with the worst combo constipation diarrhea of all time. Well, in other cultures, they used to eat four meals. So it's actually uh, yeah. healthy. Yeah. yeah. I remember one time, uh, maybe the craziest, like the way that we have crazy insular takes about like movies and stuff like that, you know, where someone from the outside would hear the way we talk about grownups too and be like, 
he's got a brain damage you know yeah yeah, uh, yeah. i remember i was listening to Doughboys years ago and uh nick weiger said that people only complain about taco bell giving them diarrhea because taco bell puts so much lettuce in their food and they're not used to eating that much lettuce <laughs> <laughs> that is true wait that is what the the mind of someone who has only driven through for their meals for the last three weeks <laughs> <laughs> He, he must like podcasts like that. He must uh, like a fast food podcast. He might live like a man versus food lifestyle where it's like, I, I save the fast food for the podcast, uh, but other meals, I'm eating salads, salmon. Yeah. Well, that's how you know I am with I mean? uh, the yeah. podcast. That's how I am with this podcast. You know, I save yeah. <laughs> the good movies for the podcast. I watch the TV, the sports, the music on my off days. You know, I don't, <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't watch movies unless I'm going to spot about them. No, I thought you're- I try to. I thought you were gonna say like you you correlate your diet with like yeah, recording days, carb loading on on recording days. You know what I mean? Like I'll eat like two bowls of spaghetti before we record because I'm gonna yeah. burn a lot of calories. I'm on a I'm on a C yeah. movie diet. When I see a movie, mm-hmm. I eat it. There you go. Um. <laughs> 856-942-3402. That is 856-942-3402. Um, gods of unemployment. Obviously, the dude. I just watched oh, yeah. the big Lebowski. Uh, and I know, you know, the dude is iconic for a reason. He's Reddit for a reason. It's like that's one that the Reddit kids got right. The Reddit kids, they're like 40-year-old guys, kid. you know. Yeah. Reddit <laughs> kids, man. <laughs> Yeah, uh, but obviously the dude is the god of unemployment, but I think Sandler's hit that a couple times, like Billy Madison is a really good one, but Sandler I think is such a good case study, because it's like, he's hit every type of, like, job and income level in his movies. Yeah. Like, Mm -hmm. Spanglish, you know, he's like a high-class chef working for that four-star review. Uh, You got Click, where he's like a generic account man workaholic type guy uh and then he's like a plunger salesman in punch drunk love grown-ups too he's himself he's a former movie star <laughs> happy gilmore he's a hockey player obviously amateur hockey player uh 51st dates he's just like an aquarium goon who has sex with tourists i'm pretty sure <laughs> uh hubie halloween he's just like the town freak that gets made fun of that's a good job though being the town That's freak. A job. town freak honestly yeah. i'm writing it down where's my pen T- uh, town freak is top five for sure <laughs> <laughs> i'm going wheelbarrow pusher town freak and uh badass environmental protection agency <laughs> one when you brought the topic up of uh, movie jobs one that immediately mine that i've been holding on to that immediately came up in my mind uh, was from the film Lover Boy. Mm, oh and, yes, uh, uh, male prostitute <laughs> disguised as a pizza <laughs> delivery boy <laughs> uh, um, is is up there for jobs. Yeah, you know, I you know, look, I've I've sold my body before for uh, hard labor. You know, laying bricks, packing whatever, what have you, um, sucking air. Uh, but like, it, it's like there there's a certain level of integrity. You know, there's yeah. some things I will. That's another thing. Callers, if you want to call in at 856-942-3402, uh, 
there, there's a line of what you would do versus wouldn't do for money, you know, mm-hmm. like would do for money. Would I read an advertisement on this podcast for a company I found unethical? Of course. Absolutely. That's like a side mm-hmm. thing, you know, absolutely. But would I wash myself down and like get paid 200 bucks to go on the ringer to talk about how badass Iron Man is? Fuck no. Like that is, that is not mm-hmm. cool. And you know, I think ironic detachment has gotten so far that like everyone I know is pro selling out and it's uh, part of ironic detachment and the, the dead end capitalist, you know, nightmare, but it's like selling out sucks. Don't sell out. What are you doing? Yeah, man. Wow. Um, it is. Yeah. Selling outs incur, you know, people, I feel like the way people like younger people, maybe, you know, I'm calling out the youth here. Hello. So you better, you know, oh. when an older person talks, younger people listen. That's just how, or did someone call? Someone call? Someone called, but yeah. you can you uh, can yeah. go on your yeah. point, Malcolm. Older no, people talk, younger people listen. Um, <laughs> kids should be seen, not heard. But uh, what do you call it? I, I'm part of the yeah. Believe Children yeah. uh, movement, actually. Yeah. Well, sparred yeah. off by Dolls by Stuart Gordon and uh, Sound of Freedom, two very but, strong Believe Children movies. I think kids like they do it in music too. Like kids are more aware of like the process of how things are made compared to like. A kid in the 80s so they're like they're like if they're really into like marvel or whatever they're like oh shit kevin fee's just hired a new assistant and like at a discounted rate and that means like ant-man's gonna get like twenty thousand more dollars for like special effects budget like people mm-hmm. are too aware of like the finances i mean you got to keep an eye on the finances i get it but like people are really like uh you know they're the pocket watching it, they're pocket watching people do it like for album sales too it's like this shouldn't be even if people say it doesn't factor if like you're talking about it, you're thinking about it too much. That's all I got to say. Absolutely. Uh, extended clip WCLP caller. You are on the podcast. Hey gang, this is Kyle from Los Angeles. How we doing? What is up, Kyle? How is Los Angeles doing without me today? You know, it, it's missing you. It's uh it's a, it's a little dreary since you left, but you know, you're getting there. <laughs> That, you know, a Los Angeles without either Malcolm or myself is no Los Angeles at all. It's kind of just a, it's more of a lost <laughs> Angeles, if you know what I mean. Um, Kyle, uh, what, what brings you to call into the pod today? Um, I just wanted to bring up uh, fan favorite Clint Eastwood. Mm. Um, I've been on a little kick of his recently, and I just recently watched The Iger Sanction. Uh, and I thought his job as a sort of <laughs> art professor and mountaineer and hitman was kind of good, <laughs> a good combo with a side hustle thrown in there. <laughs> yeah, that one's kind of predating, you know, the the future economy where it's like you being a professor isn't enough. You're going to have to have a side hustle, you know? Yeah, no. All these professors nowadays are hitmen just because they can't make enough. Like yeah, uh... no, they're doing something. <laughs> they're They're doing something immoral. I'll tell you that much. Um, Malcolm, you look like you were about to say yeah. No, I was just going to say, I love that movie, you know, because uh, how many, you know, you get dark, rogue, cool art professors. Like, I feel like in movies, they have like college professors or art professors is like super pretentious people who are like picking on the students or something. It's like finally like some some dark academia, you know what I mean? A, a real cool hitman. You know, I just wish my college teachers were like that. I kind of wish they had had that edge to them. You know, yeah, best uh, best Star Wars character, Darth Academius. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> That's gonna stick with me. Uh, JT, what were you gonna say? No, just because it shows they're not just out there. They're not just they have their fucking nose in their books. They're grinding. They're hustling. They're like uh, actually they're putting in. I, if I'm learning from you, I want to know you're out there in the world. Yeah, exactly. Kyle, thank you for your call. Of course, guys. Take care. Take care of yourself. Take care of yourself. <laughs> yeah, take care. You know, I love take care because it means it means positive things. But it is like, damn, dude, you should, do I need to take care? Are you telling me that I need to take care of myself? Like, that's the that other thing. Insult? Take it easy. Like, bro, have you seen me? I'm the easiest <laughs> taking guy there is. <laughs> I've never cared about anything in my life. I get real angry. So when people tell me to take it easy, mm-hmm. it's a good reminder. <laughs> I'm looking at my notes here. You know, you got Dr. T, you got Jason Siegel. I also have a side note oh. that says, uh, make fun of blank check, uh, which I, I, you know, I wrote that early this morning and I should have scratched it out because I already did that online today. I don't think we have to do that on the show necessarily. I've never listened to the show, so I don't really know what, what angle to take it from. So, um, yeah, well, let me just say this. If I wanted that, you know, they, they just uploaded a podcast. It's three hours long with uh, Alex Ross Perry, the three of them talking about fight club. And, uh, if I wanted that much soy, I'd go to whole foods. <laughs> I always remember the, <laughs> the, the Cave's Zahedi interview with Alex Ross Perry, the smoking oh, weed. Where he doesn't, I mean, pretty much any guest that did that show with Kave did not smoke weed with him. <laughs> it's it's very sick. It, it's very um for fans of Club mm-hmm. Random, where Bill Maher will invite guests on and they'll he'll smoke weed and blow like weed smoke in their face. They're like, oh, I don't smoke, and he's like blowing smoke in their face. It's very like that. I like, you know, as you know, a weed man myself, I like making people uncomfortable with weed. You know what I mean? Like blowing smoke in their like, like, I wish I could, I wish I could constantly be smoking weed and not be that high just to kind of just like have a cloud of smoke around me and just blow smoke in people's face, like an old timey cigar guy. I don't know. I think it'd be cool. Um, <laughs> Sorry. I just got a, a DM rather than a call. You know, sometimes you want to pass guests to call in Sometimes they want to avoid controversy, uh, controversy. Um, <laughs> I'll tell you guys privately, what just transpired. Uh, but that, that's the thing. I'm not looking at the DMS. I'm looking at beautiful Malcolm hitting the Ferris Bueller pose. <laughs> Let me tell you something, man. He's always taking it easy. Life, life is like a, a diamond. And, uh, you know, if you don't sit around and, uh, my friend Cameron, man, he's real uptight. I think he needs to take it easy. It's my, it's my great first. <laughs> yeah, that's so good. That's so good. Hey, man, you know, I just saw Sound of I, Ferris Bueller. I just saw Sound of Freedom, and uh, I heard some things about our principal man. That's not good, man. He needs to be arrested. Wait, the, the, is the principal Cameron's looking into the photo because he was molested. <laughs> That's why he hates. The That's what I so thought. Much. That's what I thought all these years. Yeah, <laughs> Malcolm, I wanted to say, if you want to be smoking weed all day, get into CBD. That would be such a good waste of money oh. just to like be constantly smoking fake weed that smells like weed. But is it getting you high and is bothering everybody? The health benefits too, man. I'd be basically the health benefits are numerous. That's what I'm vaping right now. It's pure <laughs> CBD. That, I, that's what I love. You know, it's legal. It makes me feel good. It's healthy. I'm more into CBN. I'm kind of on to the next one, you know what I mean? People don't know about this shit, but uh, yeah, or just, you know, fake, 
like movie weed too you know oh know. yeah no i love the fake movie and this is part of a job going back to the job talk uh one of my first set deck gigs i was wrapping out this show that was set in the 80s and so they had all this fake tobacco and like people were just like rolling up cigarettes uh, i guess the props people had to roll up fake cigarettes for whatever reason um but it was basically in the same kind of packaging you would get bootleg weed in it's so funny just like the fake you know herbal uh smoking supplement that they put in like you know because like in mad men they're smoking the whole time but california you're not allowed to smoke in your workplace so they had to smoke these like herbal mixtures or whatever uh so that you could smoke on camera indoors and so i i almost stole a bag of that when i was wrapping out the show and then i was like what the fuck am i yeah gonna exactly do with this? <laughs> sucks so much. like if you've ever smoked one of those they're dog shit awful yeah. damn I know you could smoke tea, you know what I mean? Like I, you know, so maybe, maybe that could be an alternative, but uh, mm-hmm. yeah, the, the fake cigarettes. Rolling up I, some English breakfast. Some English breakfast. I've always yeah. wanted to like smoke caffeine. So yeah. can you, can you smoke caffeine through tea? This is, I don't know. Wow. These are the things I think this is, about. Wow. A lot. That's interesting. <laughs> is that somebody's job? You know what I mean? <laughs> Figuring out things like that. Yeah. I know the topic's jobs, you know, so. But smokable supplements are important to jobs. People want to smoke. People don't they- want to take vitamins. They want to, they want to smoke their vitamins. All right. All right. It's two o'clock. We're going to wrap it up. I think this was a rousing success. It was a lot of fun. Um, mm-hmm. You can uh, donate to the Patreon. You know, patreon.com slash extended underscore clip. You can listen to every episode we've ever done and uh, just have a ball. You know, just just listen. Tell a friend about the podcast. Listen to the podcast. Tell another listen friend. with a friend. Listen with a friend. Listen with a loved one. You know, mm-hmm. Malcolm, any silence. final words? No, man. I'm, I'm just glad we got a lot of callers. I'm glad people called in and, uh, you know, we're is i think this is a great first attempt man i think i think this is maybe the beginning of a beautiful thing who knows yeah next time we will have both a call waiting setup so that i don't just like answer your call and say hey hold on a second uh <laughs> and also like a better cable so i don't have to fucking speaker phone it but anyway that's going to do it for extended clip i am now going to drop a needle on the theme song for today uh jt how's the level on the turntable right now uh i'll turn it up it's you gotta turn that baby up let's let's it. turn that up turn us down and uh goodbye everybody here's a little something from well it's the title track from donald fagan's the night fly Seven seconds of late.